Alrighty, time to get into the meat of today's episode, and we will start this episode with the Israel-Palestine update. So, I spoke a little bit earlier about how Israel claims to have killed 1,500 Hamas fighters since October the 7th, so that's 1,500 Hamas they claim to have killed. However, however, the death toll in Gaza is 11,000. Now, I'll dive into those numbers in just a minute. We have Israeli forces uh, reportedly having captured and then demolished the acting parliamentary building for the parliament in Gaza, uh, where Hamas, the political entity, resides, because Hamas is both a militant and a political entity, when they, uh, in, at least in Gaza anywhere. Uh, they are the governing authority in Gaza, not just terrorists, you know. So there's that. They've destroyed the Gaza-Palestinian parliament. It's a bit strange because there's the Palestinian Authority, but the Palestinian Authority is in the West Bank. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's a strange situation. But just know that as far as Gaza is concerned, it'd be as if you destroyed the state capital, like the Capitol Hill of a state. You know, It's not the federal government, but it's the state. It's similar to that if I have to make a comparison, although it's not quite the same. So yeah, they destroyed the parliamentary building in Gaza. They've uh, begun skirmishing, not just outside, but inside of Shifa. And for those who don't know, Shifa is the largest hospital in Gaza. Now the Israelis claim that it's being used as a military base. And of course the Israel simps eat it up and say, oh yeah, it's a military base underneath it is... Uh, armories and all these other things. Okay, sure. Even if we give that to you. Because, I, look, I don't know. Maybe it is. I wouldn't put it past Hamas, right? I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, Hamas would never do that. Put tunnels and a bunker underneath a hospital? Oh, no, they, they would never do that. They're too, see, no. Hamas would do that. That's exactly the type of thing that Hamas would do. Whether or not they have done it is the question. I'm not entirely sure. But let's give that to Israel. Let's let's say that Hamas did put bunkers underneath the hospital. What do you look like to everyone else around you getting into firefights with Hamas outside and inside of a hospital? A hospital that's already not going to be functioning at uh, maximum uh, capacity. They're, they're already not going to be functioning at full gear, at full tilt, because you're, you're cutting them off of food, water, electricity, and fuel. So what, is, what do you look like to everyone else around you getting into shootouts with Hamas inside of a hospital? You look like exactly with the Palestine, uh, with the Palestine simp's, the pro-Palestine and the pro-Hamas people say that you are, genocidal murderers. That's what you look like. You look like war criminals, and quite frankly, that's what you are, doing the things that you're doing. Like even if we give this to them and say that yes, Hamas has a bunker. Hamas has a whole bunker, a, a, a barracks, a, a ammunition depot, an armory. They have it all just sitting underneath uh, this hospital. 
and this is a major base of operations for them to carry out their resistance against Israel uh, for the time being. Even if we give that to Israel, you're not doing yourself any favors by getting into shootouts in a hospital. This is a hospital. This is not a battlefield. This is a hospital. At a certain point, you just have to understand that you have to pick your battles. You have to pick your battles. This this isn't the place. This isn't the place. I, I, am I wrong for saying that? Am I just not tough enough on Hamas and terrorism? I think I'm being quite rational when I say this. Like, even if we give this to you, you're still an ass. Even, even if we give you this, you're still an ass because it's a hospital. Like, if dropping apartment complexes on civilians wasn't enough, you're getting into shootouts at a place where people who are already wounded from you shooting at them are being treated. People who are suffering from the consequences of your actions, your reaction, I should say, people who are suffering the consequences of that are in this hospital being treated alongside people who had nothing to do with the Hamas attack on October 7th. And now you are endangering their lives because you did not know how to exercise restraint. And of course, Hamas also would be to blame for that because why would you set up these these sorts of bases underneath the hospital? Again, if we're assuming that the Israelis are telling the truth here. This, this whole situation, like I say over and over again, is a mess. There is no good guys, bad guys here. This is one barbaric group fighting another barbaric group. And neither of them have any regard for civilian losses. They don't care about how many civilians die. Hamas does not care how many civilians they have to endanger with the way that they fight Israel with their guerrilla warfare tactics. And Israel doesn't care how many civilians they kill. They think that flattening half of Gaza is a perfectly legitimate response to a terror attack. They think that 11,000 plus deaths in Gaza is a perfectly legitimate uh, retribution, in fact, not enough of a retribution for what happened to them on October the 7th. That's what they think. Now, you tell me if that sounds like the chosen people of God. Maybe you and me are serving two different <laughs> Lord and Saviors. Because my Lord and Savior wouldn't condone some shit like that. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. But my God would never condone that. Just a thought. Before, because, you know, there's always the, the, the Israel simps. They, they love whipping out the, oh, it's Israel. They have a covenant with God. Uh, they, they were there first. The Israelis, they were there first. So it's okay that they're killing all these Palestinians. It's like, no, nigga. No, no, no. That's not how this works. That is not how this works at all. But I'll, I'll digress. Uh, so just be aware, my fellow Christians, of people trying to weaponize our faith against us to get us to go along with things that our faith expressly tells us are bad. Things that you don't go along with. Because you know, people will do that shit. And they'll, they won't even realize what they're doing. Some of them will. Others will just get so caught up in the emotions that they won't realize that they are justifying doing exactly what our faith says not to do. 
You don't do this shit to your fellow man. You don't do that. That's bad. You're supposed to love thy neighbor, not put him in an open air concentration camp, not force him off of his land, build a wall to keep him from coming back, and then resettle his land with people that you approve of. No, no, that's, that's not how they're supposed to work. And again, we can levy all the criticisms in the world against Hamas as well. You know I will, and I can, and I shall. It's just a matter of how I feel like today. My focus is on Israel because Israel is in the driver's seat. Israel has the power to end this if they wanted to, but they don't. And they will suffer the consequence. And the consequences are also going to be spared expressly and almost exclusively by them when all is said and done. Palestine will live on. It's a matter of whether or not there's going to be an Israel to live on beside them. That's the question. And we're watching the answer to that question play out. It's all a matter of watching and waiting and observing. But at the rate Israel's going, I don't see there being an Israel on the other side of this. And Scott Ritter has brought up similar uh, concern. Well, not necessarily concerns. He's uh, very upset that Israel committing these types of war crimes and atrocities. Because it's these are war crimes and atrocities. Like, again... They claim to have killed 1,500 Hamas fighters since October the 7th. But there's more than 11,000 dead in Gaza now. It's gone up by 1,000 since the last time we checked last week. But if we do the math here, you know, you know what, let me, let me grab my phone. Let me, let me grab my phone. We'll do the math. Hmm. Let me grab my phone. We'll do the math right here live on air because if i'm not mistaken that's about uh seven to one it's about seven to one you know when it so let's do it eleven thousand divided by one thousand five hundred yeah seven point three seven to one so for every one hamas you've killed You've managed to kill seven civilians right alongside them. So only one out of every eight people that have died in this war is actually Hamas. One out of every eight people that Israel has killed has been Hamas. That's terrible. That is a terrible ratio. And at the rate you're going, because uh, this number has been floating around that there's about 60,000 Hamas fighters... This is a number that's been floating around. Uh, if you ever, if you watch that uh, that Piers Morgan interview, uh, that was comedy <laughs> at its finest. But yeah, the one guy he was sitting there going, uh, "Hundred to one ratio, hundred to one ratio." Look at the picture. Uh, you know, it was a very unserious debate. I could just be frank with you, if you, in case you were considering wasting your time watching it. No, uh, but it, it, listening to the arguments did get me thinking. Well, okay. How many P, how many Hamas have Israel killed exactly? Because I've talked about civilian deaths, uh, and these are only deaths. Uh, oh, well, let's not even get into how 11,000 is only counting the deaths and only counting the dead people that we found. It doesn't count the wounded, like people who may or may not be in those hospitals you're shooting up. It doesn't count the wounded, and it doesn't count the missing. I'm sure that number would be at least double. But just looking at the 11,000, that's one Hamas for every 
out of every eight people you've killed. But yeah, the the guy in that uh, that Piers Morgan uh, debate between the rabbi and the Muslim uh, was uh, such a bad. <laughs> it was so bad. But he kept going hundreds to one ratio because he said because he had brought put out the number that was released uh, about that Israel had killed sixty Hamas, and he was talking about the ten thousand back then, not that long ago, but back then it was ten thousand who were dead in Gaza, and he had was probably working off the last number that he had heard which was that 60 Hamas were dead. So, well, and he was being generous with a 100 to 1 ratio, but because uh, it's actually a lot bigger than that. So. But it got me thinking. Well, it got me thinking because I ha- hadn't actually asked the question my damn self. How many Hamas exactly have you killed? The number put out by the IDF is 1,500 as of now. So, okay, let's go with that. And that's probably... If we're being honest with the way that they just bomb civilians however the fuck they want, that's probably an inflated number. It might not even be a thousand at this point. Because supposedly Hamas is about 60,000 fighters. That's the number being floated around from various sources. 60,000. So you claim to have killed 1,500. But for every one Hamas, you've killed eight people. And I'm I'm just running through these numbers in my head. I'm like, okay, well, that first off, that's terrible. But your goal is to eradicate Hamas. Your goal is to eradicate Hamas. Okay, well, um, let's assume that you don't actually have to kill every Hamas member. Like, so so bear with me as I paint out this this scenario for you. Let's assume that you don't actually have to kill all 60,000 Hamas. Let's say you only have to kill a third of them. Because if you're fighting them, then it's not all going to be deaths. You're going to have uh, a lots of wounded to go along with that. So if you if you kill about a third of the force, you're going to have so many uh, others that are going to be wounded that as a fighting force, Hamas may just cease to exist. It may just dissolve and cease to function as a fighting force. And that's a win for Israel right so let's say you only have to actually kill a third of hamas and the casualties that would result from that process of killing a third would effectively abolish hamas's entity so let's say you only have to kill there's 60,000 hamas you have to kill a third let's say that israel only has to kill 20,000 hamas to put this situation to rest for who knows how long? Maybe maybe they get a good decade of peace. You know, let let's say that this actually solves the problem for them, right? Let's say you only have to kill a third of Hamas, only twenty thousand soldiers, and it all goes away. Twenty thousand, but for every one Hamas you kill, you've killed seven innocent people. Twenty thousand, multiply that by seven. You're talking about killing 140,000 civilians. Uh, 160,000 people in total, because you'd be counting the 20,000 Hamas. 160,000 people, and at the rate that Israel's going now, you're talking 140,000 of those being civilians? If we just do the math and play it forward, assuming a, a favorable case scenario for Israel, which is that they don't actually have to kill all of Hamas to destroy it, well, what happens if you do have to kill, like, half? What happens if you have to kill half of Hamas? Oops. 
now it's 30,000. 30,000 times seven, so we can figure out what the civilian losses are gonna be. That's, Thirty. That's two hundred and ten thousand civilians, and then the and then the thirty thousand Hamas on top of that. You're talking two hundred forty thousand people, a quarter of a million people. And if you're if you're talking about trying to actually kill every last Hamas member, which is a, a very unrealistic goal to achieve, but let's say that you tried and were successful at the rate that Israel's going with the ratio that they have seven civilians for every one Hamas, if you actually did kill all 60,000 Hamas, you're talking about a half a million people dead in Gaza. A, almost, what is that, what is that? Gaza has what, 2.3 million people in it? So you're, yeah, that's not a fifth, that's a little bit more than a fifth, you're talking about like a third. You're talking about like nearly a third of their population. Would it be a third? Half a million? No, no, no. It'd be more like, be more like 22%. So about a fifth, still a fifth, but a little bit more than 20%. 20% of the population of Gaza. You'd go from 2.3 million to 1.7 million. If you actually went through with this shit. And Israel thinks that's just a perfectly reasonable, a perfectly logical, and a perfectly justified way to uh, to conduct themselves. No, that's a terrible way to conduct yourself. That's the way you lose your statehood. That's the way you get coalitions built against you. That's the way you validate everything that the Hamas and the Palestine simps and Turkey are everything that they're saying about you when they call you a war criminal, when they call you genocidal, you justify everything that they say about you. If that's your position, we're just gonna kill half a million people. Now again, it's, they haven't said that they wanna kill half a million people, but we can do the math. You kill seven civilians for every one Hamas. There's 60,000 Hamas. So we're talking 140,000 civilians if you only have to kill a third of them, if you only have to kill a third of Hamas to destroy it, you're still talking 140,000 civilians. That's unacceptable, Israel. And it's insane to listen to people just you know, just justify these things. Oh, yeah, Israel has a right to defend itself. Israel has a right to respond. Doesn't Israel have a right to respond? Don't you think that Israel has a right to respond? A right to respond doesn't mean a right to kill everything you see. It's insane that we even have to have these discussions. Why are you talking? <laughs> it reminds me of the, the Tucker Carlson. Why are we talking about this? Why are you asking me this? <laughs> this is none of my business. But the fact that we're at this point where people are actually sitting here justifying, at that point, it would be blatant genocide. Like right now, it's just ethnic cleansing. Like, no matter how you would, depending on how you define genocide, because there are different gen definitions of it, but no matter how you define genocide, Israel at a bare minimum is starting from the starting line of ethnic cleansing against the Palestinians. If they actually went through and tried to kill a third 
or more of Hamas, you actually would be committing a genocide. And and they're sitting there going, oh, making these comparisons. Oh, right, right. it was that debate on Piers Morgan where dude, the, the rabbi, he sat there going, well, in Winston Churchill, the, the greatest man in Western civilization, he he killed all these people in Germany with his when he did the bombing raids on Essen and Dresden and Okay. Germany was an industrialized power. There's no and you're talking about a, a, an era in time where there was no such thing as a precision bomb. There was no such thing as a, a precision guided missile. The Germans had to invent that. And even then it wasn't all that precision. It was barely even guided. The only way you were going to guarantee to hit your target was if you dropped a, a thousand bombs on a city where at least a fraction of them would hit the target. Or you just dropped an atomic bomb, in which case you'd hit everything and therefore you would hit your target. That, that was the only that's the only precision bombing you had back in that era. Mass carpet bombing and atomic bombs. Uh, unless you were going to be actually on the ground to go in and occupy the fucking city and destroy the factory yourself, which wasn't an option for the British. Israel, and, and again, Germany was an industrialized power that could fight you back. So it, you couldn't just sit there holding back and going, oh, I'm only going to attack this place right here. I'm only going to use one to three bombs. You didn't have the luxury to do that. Palestine is not Germany. <laughs> They're not an industrialized power. They're not even a superior power to yourself. Germany was a superior power to Britain by itself. Even though Germany got outproduced in the end, Germany was a superior power to Britain. And that was before Germany conquered damn near all of Europe. Palestine is nothing compared to Germany. And you're sitting here going, pulling Winston Churchill out your ass to say that, yeah, it's okay that we're bombing apartment complexes for no discernible reason. Well, unless there's a missile, <laughs> a missile site in there placed, uh, uh, I can't even take these people seriously. <clears throat> I can't, I can't, I can't cause Hamas will sit there and put a missile site, put a rocket site inside of an apartment complex and then just walk away and let the civilians. <laughs> get hit with a fucking Israeli drone strike. And then the Israelis go, well, there was a missile site there, so it's okay that we killed all the civilians in the surrounding area. Oh my goodness. It's... The fact that people will simp for these two sides is insane. Isn't that insane? That, we, that we've devolved to a point where one side of us is simping for terrorists and the other side of us are simping for the people who claim to be fighting the terrorists by being worse terrorists. <laughs> worse terrorists but with a modern military it's insane that's where we're at <laughs> it's comical it's truly comical that we're at this point but uh, uh i i can't i can't i can't take these people seriously but let's let's dive a little deeper into the numbers and then we'll move on to the 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 arab league summit in arabia because uh, the 11,000 dead in Gaza does break down in a very interesting way. Uh, and I'll also throw in while we're at it that the 1,400, uh, which was the official death count in Israel as a result of the Hamas attack, has been revised down to 1,200. So it's gone down by 200. 
still really bad. We're not going to try to downplay that. But that's the accurate number is now it's around 1,200, not 1,400 anymore. But back to Gaza, where they have 11,000 dead. Uh, according to the New York Times, at least 4,500 of that 11,000 are children. Now, back when we were looking at the number at 10,000, we saw that the number of children was roughly 3,000. It was just below 3,000. So I'm assuming that a little bit more digging into has been done here. Uh, and either that or, well, it has to be because the extra 1,000 doesn't account for uh, 4,500. There, there's a couple hundred extra children being accounted for here. But either way it goes, there's clearly a consistent third or more, in the case of these numbers, a third or more of the casualties, the deaths. I say casualties. We're not looking at the casualties. We're looking at the deaths. The casualties probably double. So of the 11,000 who have died in Gaza, 4,500 of those are children, according to the New York Times. Again, these are unacceptable numbers. 4,500 children out of 11,000 dead. 3,000 are women out of 11,000 dead. Now, of the remaining 3,500 who would be adult males, because if we're excluding children and you're excluding adult women, that leaves you with 3,500 adult men. So slightly more men than adult women have died. But the difference isn't that noticeable. It's 500, but they're both at 3,000. And of that number, supposedly 1,500 were Hamas. So half of the grown men that you've killed are allegedly Hamas. You, you see the problem when, when we break the numbers down, it just becomes less and less likely that you're actually looking at 1,500 Hamas dead and more likely that at least 500 that. It, that's my guesstimate is that 500 or more of that it were actually just civilians who've been labeled Hamas. Because mind you, they call everybody here terrorists. So is it really that much of a stretch of the imagination to say they're just going to call random civilians Hamas, so that it makes themselves look better? They're beefing up their own casualty numbers to, so that it doesn't look like they're killing as many civilians as they are? Because <clears throat> they already... Israel, mind you, already doesn't believe the numbers coming out of the Palestinian Authority. They, 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 don't, they, don't, they don't accept the idea that they've killed 10, 11,000 people. They're operating off of lower numbers. <clears throat> so in their minds, on their, on their spreadsheets, oh, they have a, a better casualty ratio of civilians to combatants by discounting the number of civilians killed and inflating the number of combatants killed. It's insane, but that's where we're at. But if we break this down, break this down, I just got, I just got the idea now because we, we went over what the, the raw numbers would be if they actually tried to eradicate Hamas, but 11,000 divided by 4,500. Well, actually, I should do it the other way around so I can get the percentage. 4,500 divided by 11,000. All right, so about 40%, about 41% of the casualties are children, right? So 
if they if they have to kill twenty thousand Hamas again, going back to that scenario where if you can kill a third of Hamas, then you will have inflicted enough damage to cause it to dissolve and cease to function as a fighting force. If you have to, if you can kill twenty thousand Hamas, but for every one Hamas you're killing, you're killing seven hundred. I almost said seven hundred. You're killing seven civilians. Then twenty thousand times seven, you get one hundred forty thousand. So of that 140,000, since the 41% of the casualties here are children, if we played that scenario out and we applied the same proportions here, uh, times 0.41, that would mean 57,000 children would die. In the event that they killed a third of Hamas with these same civilians to Hamas kill ratios seven civilians for every one Hamas if you kill a third of Hamas 20,000 people you'd be killing 140,000 civilians 41% are children that's 57,000 children and people are just supposed to be okay with that and that's an acceptable response for Israel that's an acceptable response from the Israel simps who'll go We'll just go sit there and go, oh, October the 7th, October the 7th, the Hamas never should have attacked. It never would have happened if Hamas didn't attack. La, 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 la. We're not going to look at it. 57,000 children? Would, would that be an acceptable number? Because we're assuming that Hamas would dissolve at that point. We're assuming, right? And, and that's assuming that we're going to get to this point at all. And let's assume that the ratio stays the same and that they're actually killing Hamas and that they're actually honest about the numbers of Hamas they're killing and not just caught counting civilians as hamas these are unacceptable numbers it's absolutely unfucking acceptable but i digress this segment was taken from my podcast this week in geopolitics i have new episodes every monday so if you like what you heard consider giving me a follow thanks for listening and hopefully i'll see you next time servus